Welcome to Roti to Flourish Homemade Podcast. There's four of us today. I'm Helen and I've also got Molly and Ruth and Claire. Uh, Ruth, why don't you tell us what we're going to be chatting about this evening? We're going to be talking today about um, Christian uh, traditions in our families as we get ready for Christmas and the kind of things that we do within our family to prepare for that special day. Yes, without becoming too overwhelmed (laughs) in the busyness of the season to remember what it's all about. Do you think it's different for homemade families than for non-homemade families getting ready for Christmas? Um, Maybe you have a bit more time to prepare during the day, but at the same time, I guess... You haven't got the school crafts coming here. Yes. So you have to do that yourself. Painting glitter. (laughs) Easier if it's done at school. You don't have to go to That's a good time to get together with friends. (laughs) Claire, do your family have kind of particular traditions that you like to bring out at Christmas time? We have a few that have sort of materialised lately. We have a really lovely landlord who bought us uh, our Christmas tree last year and he's also buying us our Christmas tree this year and uh, he told us we could go to the local garden centre and just select anyone what, whichever size so we bought the biggest one <laughs> <laughs> good find <laughs> and uh, bless him he was really happy about it <laughs> and it was so big that I actually had to attach it at both ends <laughs> that I had to tie it sort of to the uh, sort of balcony area I had to tie the, the top of the tree otherwise it would have fallen over because the stand was just not big enough to hold this humongous monster in That's place amazing. so that that was really beautiful that he he said I just want to bless you because you're my new tenant. So I want to, I want to do something for you at Christmas. So yeah, that that's a, a kind of a new one that our, our lovely landlord is is giving us our tree every year. But from my from my part, I think when they were little, I was just saying we uh, we always used to make a salt dough crib and make sit at the at the mm-hmm. kitchen table and roll out a Mary and a Joseph and a donkey and and that was always quite funny that you know the children would make their their contribution but usually it would end up being mine that went in the crib but it was it was lovely it was a nice thing to do and then we'd paint them and um mm. that was when they were much younger of late I, d- I don't know what so much I think that what I was saying about the Operation Christmas Child I think we'll try now to do that every year because it really was a lovely thing to do and it really meant something to Taylor um when we went to buy the things she selected all the things that she thought we should put into it mm. and and she she loved it and said that yeah it made her feel really special so I think that will be our new well, our two two new things that we've got that we will be continuing yeah how about you Molly yeah, I kind of picking up on both of what you said about that things change over the years. They do, don't they? Yeah, so I think, I guess the first thing I'd, I'd say to anybody, all of you listening to this, is that it's really lovely to be able to hear lots of ideas. And I used to, especially when the children were younger, I used to love listening to ideas and all the different things people used to do. And then I'd think, well, I've got about six different things I've got to do this <laughs> And then it would be like, oh no, I haven't got time to do anything else. So I think to... It's great to be able to research and find out different things and find different ideas and actually just pick kind of one or two things for your family. Just pray. It's it's kind of something you can pray about for, for next Christmas and for the Christmas after just to be able to to ask, you know, God, how, how you want to spend your Christmas with your children this year. And it does change over time. So 
Yeah, so I suppose, yeah, we've had lots of, because our oldest is 22 now, so we've had lots and lots of traditions over the years. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that we've, we've done the shoe boxes as well, which has been really lovely. Do your children ask for specific, certain things to come back again now? Do you think? Do you find? Yes, they like ice skating. So we've done <laughs> ice skating really quite a lot for lots of years, but mm-hmm. we like you have as well. We have all the different things. I've, I've made, they made advent calendars when we were quite small because buying four advent calendars was just expensive. So, I made felt ones and so they like getting the advent calendars out we have various different decorations that they've made over the years the kind of the, the 1st of December around about that time we get we don't do the tree but we get out all these other things that they've made over the years and certainly the girls like that their particular decorations that they put up mm. we have a, a lollipop stick jar with different things in because I kind of when they were younger I wanted them to think about other people not just about themselves and what they wanted to have for Christmas they take out a lollipop stick every day and it has something on it like it might be just something like do an extra job or phone an elderly relative or it might be something like make a package up and give go and give it to somebody or make a care package something like that so and that was good Christmas and that Advent season can, especially if you've got young children, can really seem quite overwhelming. There can be so many different things going on. And actually, mm-hmm. sometimes they would take take it out and say, oh, mummy, it's phoning an elderly relative today. <laughs> I was thinking, I haven't got time. <laughs> it could become a burden. So again, particularly if you've got young children, you know, don't don't feel overwhelmed. But but we did. Yeah, we've got lots of traditions I and do. they are part of part of our Christmas. Yeah. I did hear a quite a good answer for that, which was because someone had one where, which they just took one out every day. So she'd got the, the different tasks inside the little advent pockets, but actually she only put them there the night before when she knew what she was going to be able to cope with the next day. <laughs> so she had a, she has her 24 ideas yeah. worked out in advance, but she can pop them in when she knows, okay, I've got the ingredients for making the gingerbread bed or <laughs> yes. whatever it might be. Yes. So we can do that tomorrow yes. or I haven't got time to do this, so I won't put that until another day. That's a really good idea. And I thought that idea. was quite useful because yes. it, it never occurred to me you could actually choose which. Yeah, that's true. yeah gingerbread <laughs> houses. Yeah, we make a gingerbread house every year and you make a Christmas cake and they do yeah they do do all those things and and we always have neighbours we often have neighbours round and for mild wine and mince pies we always have massive making of loads and loads of mince pies as well so that's Mm. always fun what about you? Well one of the things I was thinking of and and again like you it's changed over the years Mm. when they were little we did much more making-y things crafty things we would put our sort of standard academic-y stuff on hold for December and just really enjoy the season and try and visit the Bible story each day or that sort of thing and build it up so yes we've got various homemade little decorations and things that came out but one of the things we've done more recently and we try and do each year is go and just take a car journey out and look at the different lights around the neighborhood because some people put a lot of effort in and we quite enjoy and actually sometimes you find ones that have gone really over the top or just amazing lights and then sometimes they're collecting for charity or so on and we have an informal kind of rating in the back seat oh, <laughs> oh that's really lovely and it's quite fun and that just gets you in that kind of mode and you can take your elderly relatives with you yes. <laughs> if you want to yes. oh that's lovely you've done a a podcast just recently haven't you I think last week we or a couple of weeks ago mm. and you talked about the various different resources yeah so I got together with Mary and Kirstine and we talked about some of the 
Advent resources actually in that kind of lead up some of the different books that we've used over the years. We invited Kirstine as a guest because she's got so many amazing ideas. Oh, so brilliant. Yeah, we'll link to that. If you haven't listened to that podcast already, we'll link to that in the mm. blog. <laughs> and that's a really good one. It's hopefully one that you kind of come back to as a, as a really good resource. Yeah, so, so I won't kind of go into that, but actually go over again what you said, but also read louds are a really important part mm-hmm. of our, our Christmas. And we have a, you do something different every Advent. In fact, I've asked Mary over the years, you know, what are you reading? Because she was always a great, a great source of inspiration for different Advent read alouds. But we've got one by Arnold, how do we say it? Itriide. Itriide. <laughs> <laughs> I know we stumbled over that on Mendity. Yeah, so we've got one of his ones, which I haven't read before at at Advent time. So we've got one of his. And we also have a massive, great big box of books like, and actually our youngest daughter got up on one of those twirly chairs, which is dangerous anyway, you know, one of those desk twirly chairs and, and got from the top of her cupboard like this massive big box of books. It's like, oh, thank goodness she didn't fall. <laughs> and because we've got so many Christmas books we've just collected over the years. So we tend to have one read aloud, which I read to them, and then an audible story as well. Mm-hmm. So for in the car and then a kind of like a more Christian, a Christian one that, that kind of prepares us to. Mm. It's quite and, nice, isn't mm, it? I we, always had... A, a friend of mine gets a particular basket kind of for the seasons and I always thought it would be nice to have you know a spring basket in spring and an autumn but actually the only one I've ever really managed yes. is the Christmas one yeah I did too <laughs> but that's a good but idea I do enjoy it maybe for next year <laughs> yeah I've got nice memories of when um, you Helen did the Christmas carol mm-hmm. online oh, yes. was that during yes mm-hmm. that way it was yes. online we used to, so we had building work going on in the house, but we'd all try and get away from the noise of the drills, <laughs> the dust sheets everywhere, and kind of hunker down and listen to the Christmas Carol as lovely. Oh, so if you could do that again. That would be <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed it when I've read Christmas Carol aloud, and it doesn't take as long as you might think, and it's just it, you know it just does become part of the Christmas. Mm. Gather around the fire, have a mince pie and a hot chocolate. Yeah, and it, listen to Christmas Carol. Yeah, it is lovely. Speaking of Christmas carols, that's another, um, <laughs> this Christmas, for the first time, we've got another new one. Um, on, we've made friends with our neighbours, and it's actually my, the children that have made friends with the neighbours, and they're, they don't have young children, they've got a grown up daughter, and, um, we're going to have a carol singing night with them. Oh, and I don't know. I play the piano very badly, really badly. <laughs> um, just during lockdown, I thought I'm going to try and learn how to play jingle bells. So learn how to play jingle bells. And now I'm sort of like, I've, I can play about five or six carols now. So they're having their piano tuned, thinking that I'm a pianist. <laughs> I'm practicing as often as I can. Jingle bells! (laughs) (laughs) But I have got five or six. um, So we're just going to have to repeat it a few times. (laughs) And uh, yeah, but I was thinking it was such a good way to reach out to neighbours, like with carols, because Mm. people love singing carols. That's like my best memories from school are of going to working station where I grew up and we would play I was in the the school band and we would play Christmas carols to all the commuters coming mm. home from London and people emerging out of the, the subway just looking really like, like <laughs> and, and you know people brightening up listening yes. to us the school children playing Christmas carols and uh, yeah I love that so yeah Fabulous. Christmas carols really important I think that, mm. and a good way to connect with people yes so we'll yeah it goes lovely but it's just nice to have a a good reason to get together isn't it Mm. no one minds if you can't play beautifully perfectly we'll see (laughs) 
give them a glass of mild wine as well. <laughs> I said we'll supply the mild wine. So you might need quite a bit. But... <laughs> beforehand we were just talking about how the seasons change so as yours are now quite grown up some of them so how's the seasons how's that changed with what the sorts of things you do and how and has that been all right for you letting go of some of the younger children stuff and just moving into a new season yes i mean i don't have much choice really (laughs) (laughs) so to be honest even the basic of getting everybody around the dinner table to have dinner together is nigh on impossible for quite a big chunk of the week so yes I don't know quite how it's going to look so it's really hard to get regular reading of anything together but when we do get together then obviously it's extra special because you're all certain you can mm. and chat and they've just recently discovered after years of telling me board games are called board games for a reason um, <laughs> discovered that actually it's really nice to play games together oh, so I'm hoping yeah that um, we'll be able to factor yeah. that in if all their activities allow them actually yes. to be at home. But it is different. Yeah, but it is different. I remember that when the boys were older, it was actually just about impossible to do any kind of advent reading because mm. with everybody, just because they were out at different times. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess you make the most of it when they're younger. Yeah, and yeah. I'll um, with the youngest. Yeah, we'll try and make a point of yeah. doing that. And hopefully discussions might happen with the older two as well. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned in passing, you know, when they were littler, we would put the academics on hold for December. But when, as they get older, that's not so, not so possible, is it? If they Mm. are starting to use college for some courses or or online courses, they carry on until whatever date. You can't just sort of throw those in the air so easily as when it was Mm. all up to you in the the early days. Yeah. And And the desire to sit down with you isn't always there no it's not (laughs) it does change isn't it and it's when they move away from home I remember last year the boys that was their first year they both moved out about the same time and so I thought what am I going to do in advent for them and so I think I said I decided to send one of them a box of chocolates to share with his other flatmates and Oh, and I did send him a little cat. I found an advent calendar that had little, little paper one that just had little verses in. Cause I thought, well, at least he'll have a little, he reads his Bible anyway, but you know, that's a little bit Christmassy <laughs> because of the, the homemade calendars. We have a home with little Bible verses in them. And so he couldn't have that. So we had that one. And then my older son, so I think he ate the chocolates. And if he didn't think we have advent calendar, he did eat the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> My older son, I decided because they all they're in a he was in a flat and they all used to eat together. It's lovely, so I thought I know three lads. They'll have an advent candle, <laughs> and of course I found this advent candle when he came when he moved home again. You know, in between houses recently, <laughs> and he said he just said, "Do you know, Mum, we're not really going to light an advent candle. <laughs> yes. Three young men. There's not really what they're going to do, is it?" <laughs> so I thought, well, I tried. <laughs> So I think it's it's moving. So I have to think about what I I think a big box of chocolates for adult sons who are away. Probably a big box of chocolates to share with flatmates is probably the best idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last few years we've we have made an advent wreath with different candles, and I now have got a little little kind of ceramic one. So it's easy. Just poke the candles in. So that's quite a good thing. Mm-hmm. So there are there are definite things. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I don't do anything, that's absolutely great because you've got lots of little things that you can add over the years. And if you're thinking, oh, I've do lots of things, but I've got to do all these other things, yeah, you no. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Because it will just kind of gradually, there's some years you'll do things and then some years you won't mm. and then you'll add something else in and, and maybe you'll have a hectic year and you'll just arrive on Christmas Day and like, thank you, Lord, we're here. 
kind of thing. So, you know, it, it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? The local drama school do a nativity every year. And before we had children, my husband and I went to that a couple of times. And I was thinking, this is going to become a tradition. And I don't think we've been for a long time now, you know, because it just didn't work out. It didn't fit in. Just couldn't make it. Loved it when those two times, three times, whatever, we, we managed it. Mm. And it's still part of all the memories, though, isn't it? And I think that's the main thing, isn't it? That they, you know, they come away and as they, as they move away from home, that actually they know that home is, is a good, safe, you know, warm place to be. And I think part of those is, it is the traditions that actually the rooted, isn't it? And they'll be different every year, but, but it's that, the essence is there, isn't it? And as they get older, I think they choose the traditions that they particularly enjoy. Mm. Mm. So for mine now, the last few years, Christmas Eve has been watching Elf. Oh, and I yeah, don't know why Declan lovely. decided that was a family tradition. I don't oh. think we'd actually done it before on Christmas Eve. Yeah, <laughs> that's like lovely. Like yeah, okay. which is quite an achievement, getting three teenage or adult sons together to watch a movie. That's quite an achievement, actually. You yes. know, I think that, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> not nice. forward to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good fun. Well, what we'll need to do is come back and record in, I don't know, 10 more years' time and see what our adult children are doing in their own homes. (laughs) Which things, it'll be interesting to see which things they've kind of taken with them. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, then you'll really see what that means. Yeah. That'll be quite. Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, we hope that that's been encouraging for you. Thank you so much for listening. And we will very much look, have a lovely Christmas. And we're very much looking forward to chatting with you again in January. All right, then. Happy Christmas. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Bye.